We've now arrived at the second to last day of the week of Jesus' life, his final week on earth. It's termed the most important week of the most important person who ever lived. This is a subtitle we've taken from The Final Days of Jesus, a book written by Andreas Kostenberger and Justin Taylor. And so it's Holy Saturday, April 4th, A.D. 33. After what has taken place at this point, Jesus' arrest, his various trials, his beating and humiliation, and finally his crucifixion and burial, it seems totally contradictory to call this Holy Saturday. For the first time since Jesus called them to come follow him, his disciples have no voice, no model, and no friend. From their vantage point, since Jesus is gone, this day is anything but holy. Yet silence often leads to holiness because it is in the silence that God's still small voice can be heard. So what is taking place on this highly different and most dreadful day for the disciples? A lot. And all the activity unfolded on the earthly side of this experience is driven by fear. The disciples are no doubt huddled up together and hidden behind closed doors, wondering what's next and what now. Will the religious leadership alongside the Roman government move to kill them and take them out one by one? Since this possibility looms, they are stating, staying out of the public view. A different fear has swept over the Pharisees, the religious leaders in the Sanhedrin. Their question is, did what we just carry out actually make things worse? They wonder, will the disciples steal his body and say that Jesus arose, perpetuating a false story? So with Pilate's approval, they posted guards and secured the tomb of Jesus with a seal of authority. All of this happening in plain view on the earthly side. But there is some speculation of what was happening on the spiritual side in the invisible realm. Some believe that while Jesus' physical body lay still in the grave, he was active in the spiritual realm, receiving the keys that was now rightfully his to grab the keys to death hell, and the grave. The three hopeless realities that he had defeated through his death on the cross. Others also say Jesus descended into the realm of the dead to declare himself the victor and deliver a victory speech so all would know that he is King of kings and Lord of lords. A silent day, which is a holy day, and yet a full day. Let me share the verses that support these conclusions. In Matthew chapter 27 and verse 62, we read, The next day, which followed the preparation day, the chief priest and the Pharisees gathered before Pilate and said, Sir, we remember that while this deceiver was still alive, he said, After three days I will rise again. Therefore, give orders that the tomb be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come, steal him, and tell the people he has been raised from the dead. Then the last deception will be worse than the first. You have a guard of soldiers, Pilate told them. Go and make it as secure as you know how. Then they went and made the tomb secure by sealing the stone and setting the guard. In Paul's letter to the Ephesians, we read these words. Now grace was given to each of us according to the measure of the Messiah's gift. For it says, when he ascended on high, he took prisoners into captivity, and he gave gifts to his people. But what does he ascended mean, 
except that he also descended to the lower parts of the earth. The one who descended is still the same as the one who ascended far above all the heavens that he might fill all things. And we also read in Peter's letter, in 1 Peter, it says these words, For Christ also suffered for sins once for all, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring you to God. And after being put to death in the fleshly realm, but made alive in the spiritual realm. And in that state, he also went and made a proclamation to the spirits in prison, who in the past were disobedient. When God patiently waited in the days of Noah, while an ark was being prepared, in it a few, that is eight people, were saved through water. Now on a day of silence, while everyone was gripped with fear, perhaps Jesus was completing the final act of victory before he rose again. And even though we can't see it, God often does some of his most significant work in silence. Out of silence, he spoke, let there be light, and created the world. After 400 years of silence between the Old and New Testament, God had finished preparing the world for Jesus' arrival, and the Son of God was born in a manger. Perhaps silence isn't a bad thing after all.